Welcome to Destination University. We're running a special series talking to 30 teens and learning about all their dreams, where they've been admitted, what they did right, what they would do differently, and they're dishing out all the scoop. If you are a college-bound teen or a champion of one, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Today, you're going to meet Siraj. Look at that face. <laughs> and this kiddo just had my heart with his love of rock music and playing the guitar and just doing things that are just a little bit unconventional. So I'll let him tell you the whole scoop about who he is. Before we do that, let me just tell you a big hot tip from our friends at bigfuture.org. Big Future is free, it's mobile friendly, and it's a personal guide to the college admission process. You can explore careers, plan for college, and pay for college, learn how to pay for college. Speaking of paying for college, Parents, if you're listening or watching, you need to know what EFC stands for. EFC stands for Estimated Family Contribution, and that is going to be the, the letters, the acronym that will determine how much you have to pay for college. So if you want to get a jump start on learning about EFC and how to calculate that, head over to bigfuture.org. Okay, sound check. Siraj, can you hear me okay? Yep, I can hear you just fine. All right. Good. Well, let's get started with our actual main star of the show here, which is Suraj. So I'm going to just jump in and ask you, well, first, before we do that, tell everyone a little bit about you, where you go to school. Um, and, and I say that because uh, a lot of our students are from, from California and many of them are from our Catholic schools because those are our partners, but you came to us from a different school. So share a little bit about uh, your high school. Hi, so hi, my name is Siraj Shah, and I go to Gretchen Whitney High School in Cerritos, California. Um, I've been attending there for the last four years, and I've pretty much just stayed around the Orange County and LA County area for all of my schooling. And Whitney High School is pretty well known, right? It's a, it's mm -hmm. a ranked school, and if I remember correctly, because it was, you know, when I was, when I was a kid, but people know, or college, I should say, colleges know Whitney High School, correct? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. It's got all the bells and whistles in terms of what they offer in honors and APs. All right, so Siraj, let's just, I mean, you love rock music, you want to be a doctor, you want to be an entrepreneur, you're just a man of everything. So share with people what you think helped you stand out in terms of what your coolness factor was, and then we'll backtrack to, to where you applied. But what helped you stand out in your application? Well, I definitely think one thing that did stand out in my application was, as you, as you mentioned earlier, that um, duality I had of playing the piano and being a religious person combined with my love for rock music and public speaking and everything, because I think having like hobbies and having genuine interests outside of academics really distinguishes you from many other applicants. And it's a great way for admissions officers and admissions readers to get to know who you are beyond just, just your classes and tests and everything. And I think that's, if you're able to convey your genuine interest in what you love doing, schools will easily be able to um, tell who you are and yeah. And you don't just like rock music. Like you, if I remember correctly, you kind of like, you research, you know, all the, mm -hmm. you know, all the, the, um, the artists who are instrumental in its history, all of that, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you, I think you have books or so, what do you explain to people like sort of how you cultivated this, this uh, coolness factor of this love for rock music? 
Well, it all started back when I was in elementary when my dad was showing me some of his like favorite songs from when he was a kid back in the 70s and 80s. And I started to really enjoy rock music. And I started buying books that had like all these lists of the greatest rock bands of all time. I even picked up the electric guitar and started learning that like self-taught in my free time. Um, and I've loved every minute of it. And now, those of you who are watching, you can see that I'm doing air quotes, his free time, right? The, this, <laughs> this kind of kid just doesn't, you know, like free time is non-existent. But if I remember correctly, you, you really put your money where your mouth is. You would practice on that guitar at least 30 minutes a day, correct? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are who you say you are. I love it. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk about the college admission process. So in terms of, you know, how did you cast your net? How did you decide which schools you would apply to? You know, you have this kind of renaissance thing going, you know, but you have this goal of becoming a doctor, but you also had a lot of other loves. So how did you select your list of colleges? Well, I feel like a few factors that um, I put in mind when I was selecting which colleges to apply to were definitely uh, one, one small factor was proxi proximity. Um, of course, I would have liked to go to a school on the East Coast, and I would, and I would love to go to a school nearby as well. But I also put, put into account like the kind of like the environment at the schools I was applying to, as in how is student life, how is student life there, how social is it, and how are academics alongside that. And those were pretty much my main um, my main deciding factor is when I was creating my list for colleges to apply to. Oh, great. Now, did you, and you have so many interests, but did you have to, for most colleges, did you have to say one major that you were going to do or how, how did that, how did, how did you negotiate with yourself on what you would list as your major, main major? Well, the main thing I did for listing my major is I, I looked into like all, all of my, all the courses I've taken in high school. And I really thought to myself, what did I enjoy the most? And I, I realized that I love psychology, psychobiology, and that's why, and bio, biology in general. And that's why to most of my colleges, I applied as like a neuroscience major or a molecular and cell bio major. And of course, I also put it as like my alternate major, um, like economics or business administration um, as alternate routes I could take in the event I decide not to do um, a bio major. Oh, excellent. Oh my gosh, so many. And you were admitted to some great, great schools. A any one of those people would just die to have as a choice. So you did really well. So to that point, um, there's, you know, the two, the two questions I have uh, is what did you do right? You know, the college admission process, most teenagers don't really realize that it starts in the freshman year, you know, the courses mm -hmm. that you take in, what you're going to, you know, clubs that you join, it starts in freshman year. So what did you do right as you look back on your years in high school? And this, the other side of that coin is if you had to do it all over again, God forbid, <laughs> what would you do differently? Well, I think that one thing I definitely did right was I had a lot of diversity in my activities. For example, I had volunteering, social justice, uh, speaking, and also research internships related to uh, my interests, which is um, which lie mainly in the STEM field, and I think sh showing like a diversity in your activities, um, kind of backtracking to the point I made earlier, it it shows like 
it kind of brings out more of your personality. It shows college admissions officers that you're willing to try different things and that you also have an actual interest in what you're pursuing. Whereas I, I think if I'd only um, pursued activities specifically in one field, I wouldn't have been able to have that variety or even gain any experience in like fields or areas outside of my own, uh, my own interests. Oh, I like that. A variety of interests led to a variety of uh, things that you joined. And sometimes it's okay. I want to say out loud that it's okay if you join something and you don't, and you discover you don't like it. Mm. That's sometimes just as important um, as finding the things that you do like. So excellent. Okay. Anything that you would do different or wish you, you know, could change about the process or about something you did along the way? Well, yeah, one thing I definitely wish I did differently is I wish I held more, um, like, I wish I held higher positions in the cabinets of the activities I was involved in, uh, specifically being president for sure. I think being in cabinet of any activity you're in is phenomenal. However, I do think being president like really gives you a significant advantage over any of the other cabinet positions. And I do definitely wish I had more um, presidential positions in the clubs and um, like nonprofits and activities in general that I was in. Okay, that's a good, that's an interesting point. And it's, it speaks to sort of the leadership or, you know, we talk about, there's only so many uh, roles for president at any, any mm -hmm. school. And so the roles of you know, student body president or class president or you know editor-in-chief things like that are, are high-ranking roles and show leadership so okay that's a good point good thank you thank you for for being um candid about that mm -hmm. um okay another hot topic is um the testing so in your high school years obviously you went through you know pandemic and there are a lot of things that changed and of course one thing that swept across the nation was almost every college went test optional. Um, and in the state of California, the public schools are test free or test blind. So you didn't have to submit any tests for the California publics. Did you tell us if you chose to take it and are you, you know, would you do it again? Uh, are you glad that you did? So I, I took the SAT in my senior year. Um, I, do, I do think it was a helpful part of my application. Um, of course, that would be towards the private universities I applied to since UCs um, currently aren't looking at the SAT. And I feel like it, it, it definitely distinguishes you from people who haven't taken the test. And of course, I mean, these privates, like, although they say it's test optional, I do think that if they see that you took, you, you took time out of your way to study for the SAT or the ACT or any equivalent examination, um, it would definitely be a helpful part of your application. And these colleges will, um, they'll, they'll respect that you took that time to study and take that test and uh, do your best. Yeah. And I see you, you know, you were admitted to USC, which is one of your privates that you mm -hmm. So yeah, and test, it's test optional there, I think still. Um, okay, good, good, good advice. And also testing um, could help with scholarship uh, applications yeah. for those of you who are watching or listening and thinking okay do I take it do I not it really depends on sort of again if you're only applying to uh, publics in California maybe you don't need to but it can be helpful in other ways for sure okay so um, we're at the point where we're going to sort of do a little drum roll and you're going to reveal where you're going 
and then we'll I'll ask you sort of how you came to that that choice. So, are you ready to share? Yep. Okay, drum roll, please. Okay, Siraj is all you. I decided I'll be going to UC Berkeley. <sighs> Fantastic. Oh my God, the Cal Bears. Mm -hmm. um, well, and Berkeley was the the number one UC founded, you know, founded first. It's the oldest UC institution. And um, I understand you were there to visit over the past weekend. So tell us why and how you came to this, uh, to this choice. What was it about Berkeley that was different for you? Well, I think the main thing that um, made Berkeley stand out, as, uh, stand out uh, among the other schools I got into was the fact that Berkeley had this program called the Biology and Business Dual Degree Program or as they call it there, the Life Sciences Business and Entrepreneurship Program. And it basically earns you a dual degree in molecular and cell bio and business administration. And at the moment, I, I would like to pursue pre-med and go to med school eventually. However, I think that if at some point in my college years, I do decide to back out of pre-med and go into some other route, whether it be like administration or biotech or anything, I do think having that business that business administration degree would be a great way for me to easily transition into another field. Whereas at, at my other schools, I would have only gotten one degree with a single major. And I feel like that would make the transition a little bit rougher. But either way, I, I really love this bio and business program at Berkeley. And even after touring the campus, I just thought the whole campus was amazing. I thought the environment was great. The students all seemed very like lively and passionate about what they were doing. And I, I really saw myself fitting in there. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think I believe things happen for a reason. And so just listening to you speak and, and really um, talk about this program specifically at Berkeley, which wasn't really available to you in other places. It reminds me of the essay that you wrote, the, the duality essay. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have like, there's this about you, but then there's that about you. And um, I really do think, I, I feel like that's a, a good place for you because you're, you're going to just, you're going to take advantage of all of it. That's mm. the kind of person that you are. You're going to take advantage of all of it and see what comes of it. So, yeah. Yeah. How's mom and dad there? Are they, were they excited about, you know, they were on the trip with you. So they were excited about your choice too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're all taking pictures, videos, running around campus with me. <laughs> Oh, that's the best. That's the best part for sure. Yeah. Um, you worked really hard and um, throughout your years, but I also just, I got to learn your work ethic because uh, I would say to change this and do that. And you just kept, kept going and kept going. Mm -hmm. with successes. So you put in the work and clearly your true self came through on paper. So congratulations. Thank you. You deserve everything. You deserve everything. Thank you. All right, we're going to wrap up here in a second, but is there any last uh, few, few things that you want to say? Anything you want to say before we sign off? Um, well, I would say, you know, have fun in high school and do and, you know, try out a whole lot of things, see where your interests lie. And you all go to great colleges and I wish you all the best. Oh, oh that's so good. Okay, you heard it straight from Siraj. Have fun. Enjoy. And everyone, it all works out. It works out. Okay, I'm telling you. Oh, just get better and better. 
If this episode has in any way fueled your confidence or helped to build your dreams, please share this episode with three people in the next 30 minutes. And if you are a parent watching or listening, please join us over in our Facebook group, Destination University, Y-O-U, just like the podcast, because the destination is not university, the destination is you. And if you are wanting to um, sign up for our essay bootcamp class is now officially open. Registration is open for our summer 2022 series. You can head over to drcynthiacolon.com forward slash essay camp. That's all I have for you, my friends. Continue to watch uh, throughout this week. And in the meantime, we're going to say wave goodbye, Saraj. All right, wherever you are, may you have a happy and sunny day. Bye for now.